So today, we will leave different from the way that we came in. Now, this is a prayer and fasting week, so I just want to share uh, a small word to prepare us for, for prayer and fasting. And I believe what, what, we, what the, the Lord uh, has, has for us. Um, uh, I, think, uh, I, I think many of us uh, are aware of the, the state of affairs in our nation. Um, there's a, a lot of complication. Um, we have a brother in our church who works in the north with the relief and development, getting supplies into needy people. I had a chance to meet with him last week. Just asked him, you know, what from the on the ground, what how are things looking? And he told me that uh, we're not able to get a full assessment of how bad things are in the in the north in Tigray, uh, Afar, and. Amara uh, because of the war and the ongoing tensions in the country. But the little that we are able to, to see, it, it's not, it's, it doesn't look good. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very, uh, uh, like at Saba we're surviving, yes, you know, the price of everything goes up uh, and everything uh, with the gas and the shankurt and the oil and the tomatoes and the if is it just me you come talk to me after i might be able to help you out a little bit if you're struggling um but uh it, it's 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 relatively okay here in addis but there it's just really some some people are really suffering and we don't even know the full scale even now we don't know the full scale of how things how things are but i'm yes uh, and uh to add to that, you know, our political issues or our, our war issue is still unresolved. There's a lot of unknowns. And the, the, the thing about the unknowns is that anything can happen at any time. It's very volatile. So we, we need to pray. As you know, if you have been part of this ministry for any period of time, uh, we believe the Lord has, has given us a direction and given us a word for this nation and for this continent. And this is a word that we receive not because we are Ethiopians, or it's not like to stir up Ethiopian nationalism, but this is a word about the kingdom of God. And the blessing that the kingdom of God will bring to this nation and to this continent, how rivers will flow from this place yeah, and be a blessing to all nations of the world, that the hands of begging have turned to blessing. Amen, amen. And we've been preaching this, and you know, it's something that we're, we have a... That's the only reason why we're here, all right? And we believe that... We really believe that that's what the Lord has, has spoken to us. But there is this story about uh, Isaac in, in, in the book of uh, Genesis 25. The Bible says that Isaac, uh, Isaac's wife, Rebecca, was barren. And Isaac prayed to the Lord, and she was empowered to conceive. And uh, it's interesting because Isaac is a child of promise. The, what God was going to do through Abraham was only going to be accomplished through Isaac. Isaac uh, was the seed of deliverance that would bring the, the dream that God had told to his father to pass. But, so it's a, it's a contradiction because Isaac is a child of promise, but he is barren. You have a promise, but there's also barrenness. And the way Isaac bridged the gap between promise and barrenness is he prayed. The Bible says that Isaac prayed to God and his wife, Rebecca, was able to conceive. We have to pray because what God has promised has to be conceived. It has to come to full term and it has to be birthed. 
uh, and what God has said will surely come to pass because God is not a man that he should lie. But as in the case of Isaac, sometimes it is our prayer partnering with the promise that brings things to pass. Amen. And I believe that that's what the agenda is for this week as we're praying. And there's some things I feel that I, I want us to pray about as, as a church and as the, Lord, as the Lord leads us. Because I believe that when we come out of this prayer and fasting season, I'm believing for a few things to change. Amen, amen? amen. Now, the question is, with the drama that's going in the nation, who is to blame? All right? There's some people that would blame the government. The government was not responsive enough, accurate enough, they're cheating us now. Uh, some people would say that the uh, Huat leadership is, is the problem. They're full of all kinds of vengeance and madness. Some might say, you know, the Oromo militias, the Amara militias, the Afar militias, uh, the West. Um, but, you know, uh, uh, maybe these in various degrees were used to bring chaos and reap havoc. But the Bible says, foundationally, the Bible says in John 10 that it is the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Whenever you see stealing, killing, and destroying, don't go to government, don't go to soldiers, don't go to you know, uh, crazy political ideologies. Behind all of this, what we see, there is a thief, all right? The Bible uh, is very clear. You know, we can see this even in the life of Job. When Job, the hedge was lifted, and when the enemy got permission to mess with him, chaos broke out, stealing, killing, and destroying. So, so make sure that when we go after solution for our problems, that we go after the right enemy. It is the thief that is responsible for stealing, killing, and destroying. And in the earth, God has given responsibility to handle the thief. That responsibility has been given to the church. Right? We are here to contend with the thief. Uh, the Bible says that in Ephesians 3, 3 and verse, verse 10, that his intent, God's intent, was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly realm. So this is not a bless me club. All right. This is a force to be reckoned with in the spiritual. We are gathered here today to do spiritual business to bind spiritual strongholds. Matthew chapter 16, it says, when Jesus was introducing the church, he said, on this, on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Our, our gathering together is primarily spiritual. We go into the heavenlies. We go into the heavenlies. We bind and loose. So, so when we see stealing, killing, and destroying in abundance, it tells me that we are not doing our job. Don't look at the government if God has given the responsibility to the church to deal with the thief. Uh, are you following what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we've been going after the wrong type. It, it, it's, the, it's, the, it's the most embarrassing thing in the spirit. It looks so, so silly. When we as the children of the Most High God, Born again of the incorruptible seed. Seated at the right hand of the Father with the Lord Jesus. Blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. And we start protesting the government. Yeah? We start doing salama. We start posting on social media. We start getting all fit about what's going on in the earth. Our responsibility as born again citizens is to go into the unseen. To bind and to loose. That's why we are here. That's why God saved you and left you in the earth. Amen, amen. 
Now, here's the thing about, about, about the church. And I think this is where we have some homework to do this week. The church uh, is only the church according to our unity. It is our unity and our oneness that makes the church the church. It's not our singing. It's not our programs. It's not our outreach. It's not our preaching. All right? It is when we are one that we transform into a spiritual force. All right? Uh, uh, our, our advantage, our mark of distinction, the thing that causes us to have that, that flavor is our unity. Amen, amen? amen? So no unity, no church. If we take the unity out, we're just a performance. That's a, no difference from church if we're not uni, unified. It is when we become, come together, gather together under one head. Walking together. Amen? Amen? That we transform from being just normal people to the church of Jesus Christ. The army of the living God. The force to be reckoned with. So I just, I just felt that there's some things that we need to do some fine tuning as, as the church. All right? And may the Lord help us this week. Because if we don't get this down, things could be a bit, uh, a bit difficult. Um, the blessing of God. The blessing of God is not released with our preaching. The blessing of God is not released with our singing. The blessing of God is not released with our anointing, crusades, outreach, and ministries. If that was the case, Ethiopia would have been the most blessed of all nations. There's a little bit too much oil in Ethiopia. I always say maybe if, if God was allowed to trip when he was passing out the oil. He came to Ethiopia and tripped. And he came to Africa and tripped. There's like a lot of oil around here. Hmm? Like if you ask some of these people who are ministering, some of us friends, how did you start ministry? There was one person literally told me, I was homeless on the street. And the, 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 the word of the Lord came to me. And I stood up and he started speaking to me. And I've just been following that voice ever since. And now he's, you know, prophet so and so and so and so. That's too much oil. No Bible school, no cemetery. Just the voice. But the, the point being is that there's a lot of oil. If it was a matter of oil... We would have been the most blessed nation in the world. But we are not. Why are we not? We are not because it's not a matter of oil. Hmm? It's not a matter of oil. It's a matter of unity. Psalm 133 says, When the brothers dwell together in unity, there I command my blessing. Not the, 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 the shiny color of the poster. Come on, somebody. Not, not how good our LinkedIn profile or social media profile looks like. When the brothers dwell together and sisters, it's a breakthrough extraordinary. Hmm? So, so, so uh, our, the, 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 let me put it this way. The, the state of affairs in our nation is telling on us. Um, when you go to the field and you just see the players playing, you really don't know what's going on. Everyone's running. It, it looks like a little bit of chaos. But when you lift your head and look at the scoreboard, right, then you know exactly what's, being, what's happening here is translated to the scoreboard. And you can understand how well so-and-so is doing and so-and-so is doing, not by looking at their playing, but looking at the scoreboard. When we look at the nation, the nation is the scoreboard telling us how the church is doing. Not the government. All right, It is the church. If the brothers, when the brothers dwell together in unity, there is a blessing. Scoreboard blessing, it means we are doing our job. 
Okay, if there's chaos in the country, if there's famine in the country, if the thief is stealing, killing, and destroying, I repeat, stealing, killing, and destroying, it's telling not on the government, not on the military, not on the drones, it's telling on the church. There is a blessing that has been held back because there's a unity that's missing. When unity is there, blessing is there. And the nation, the, the continent is telling on, on, on us. And we have left our responsibility and we go running and posting on social media, calling our friends, gossiping around coffee with our neighbors, when the power was in your hand to make all the difference. Because our weapons are not carnal. Our weapons are not carnal. Don't be fighting a spiritual war with carnal weapons. We fight with spiritual weapons, mighty in God, to destroying, to the destroying of the, the strongholds. We have some work to do. All right? And now, it's funny, when you usually preach a, this kind of message, particularly in this country, people get worked up. Hallelujah, Pastor. Let's bind and loose. Hallelujah. We, we know how to bind and loose in Africa. That's our favorite subject in the... Because we live so close to so much drama, <laughs> we love chasing that devil. Yeah? I don't know if I should tell on this person that I know. Every morning, it's not hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. It's opening the window. I bind. So what, what kind of life are you living that you have to bind every day? Hmm? But, but, but the enemy is bound. Of course, you know, rebuke the devil and he will free. But before that, it says, submit yourselves to God. Submit yourselves to God. Eh? Bind the devil and he will free, flee, flee from you. I believe that we have done everything but unify. We have bound, we have loosed, we have ran laps, we have jumped, but we have not been unified. God cannot bless mess. There was a story in the Bible when the nation, the scoreboard was a mess in the days of Elijah. Everyone was serving the false gods. Everyone was going astray. The prophets of Baal were having a, a heyday. King Ahab was being deceived by Queen Jezebel. Everything was going from bad to worse to worse to worse to worse to worse. And, and Elijah said, is, enough is enough. Everybody come to Mark, Mount Carmel. And we'll have a, a standoff, a face-off, a boxing match in the spirit. The prophets of Baal versus me, the man of God. Hallelujah. Went up to Mark Carmel and they said, this is the rules of the game. You build an altar. You call on the name of your God. Eh? I will build an altar. I will call on the name of my God. And the God who answers by fire. He is God. So the whole nation went up on this mountain. We actually, we, we went and saw the mountain. Imal had a, a glorious time in the spirit up, up there. And we went up to Mount Carmel. We saw the place. But what happened was the prophets of Baal built their, their altar. They put the sacrifice. They sang and danced and, and praised their God. The Bible says that they became desperate because nothing was happening. They began to cut themselves, crying out to God. And nothing happened. Then it was Elijah's turn. And what Elijah did, oh, hallelujah. He didn't scream. He didn't shout. He didn't run in circles. He took 12 stones. 12 stones representing the 12 tribes of Israel. And brought them together. 
Hallelujah. Bring the people together. When the brothers dwell together in unity, there is a blessing there. He put the sacrifice. He poured water all around it, dug trenches around the sacrifice and filled it with water because the water was so much. And he just called on the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Fire came down from heaven, consumed the sacrifice, the altar, and licked up all the water. The whole nation saw this and bowed down to, their, to the ground with their, with their faces. And they said, the Lord, he is God. Everything shifted when the stones came together. I would like to suggest that if we can somehow get our act right and bring the stones together, Ethiopia is easy. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 5, it says that it, the, the language that it uses, it, it calls us living stones. Living stones. You know what the difference is between a living stone and a normal stone? What's the difference, Pastor? I'm so glad that you asked. Yeah? A, a, a stone has no life in it. Normal stone. If you put a stone here, it will stay there. And it will stay there until you move it. Because the only life that a stone can have is the life that you give it by moving it. A living stone, however, because of the living part, it has a wheel. It has, it has, it has a, a, a one-two. So, so the, the, the difference between a stone made by normal stone, uh, an altar made by normal stones, is that it's there out of no choice has no choice but to be there. A living stone that builds an altar is there by choice. Our, our unity is subject to our choice. It, it, it's not something that God can force on us because we're living. We have to want to come together as the 12 tribes to make that altar for God to bless us. We have to be one, we have to, see the Bible says in Acts 2 that they were all in one accord. Their will was involved. And suddenly there was the sound of a blowing of a mighty rushing wind. And, and they saw, it's like, it's like the prophet Elijah in the New Testament, Acts chapter 2. The fire came down in, 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 Acts, in uh, 1 Kings chapter 18. But in Acts chapter 2, there was little fire on every head. That means that we are the altar now. We are the living stones that have submitted ourselves to God. Bind the devil and he will flee. You see, our, our problem is we're like, just like the children of Israel. I'll even put myself in there. We look like we're worshiping God, but we have issues. The Bible says these people worship me with their hearts. We, we, these people worship me with their mouths, but their hearts are far from me. I was reading this verse and it, it really blessed me. In the NIV Psalm 104 and verse number 34. Psalm 104, verse 34. It says, May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. That tells me that, it's that it is possible to rejoice in the Lord and have your meditation be somewhere so far from the Lord. All right? It's possible to be anointed in the Lord. <laughs> and have your meditation so far from the Lord. It's so very possible to be engaged in the things of the Lord and have your meditation so far. God is after the meditation. 
God is after, after the, the innermost parts of, of, of our house. These people worship me with their mouths, but their hearts are far from me. When Jesus was coming into Jerusalem uh, on Palm Sunday, he was riding on a donkey. One version says it was two donkeys, which is another message. Like, how do you ride two donkeys? That's still trying to work on that. But Jesus can do anything. You can change water to wine and raise the dead. You can ride on two donkeys at the same time. You are Jesus. Do whatever you want. But he was riding into G uh, Jerusalem. And everybody was singing Hosanna. Everybody was throwing down palm branches. Everybody was throwing their saying, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. This was on Sunday. That same city on Friday, before the, the, the span of one week, that same group said, crucify him. If it was another city, I could understand. You know? But this city went from Hosanna on Sunday to crucify him on Friday. Everything just shifted like that. It sounds like a lot of other cities that I know. What happened between the two? And I think what it is, is that these people were not really worshiping Jesus. These people were worshiping themselves. Uh, and I think the problem with many of us is it looks like we're worshiping Jesus, but we're not really worshiping Jesus. We're worshiping ourselves. We're worshiping our bless me club. We're in our line to get our next blessing. We're in our line to get ahead. But it's very easy to tell if we're worshiping Jesus or not, really worshiping Jesus. It's reflected in the way we treat one another. Yeah, we can tell if Jesus is really being worshiped from within by the way we treat one another. If we're worshiping ourselves, it's only a matter of time before we get uncomfortable with one, with one another. Yeah, that's what happened with the, with the disciples. They were following Jesus. It looks good. The program looks good. Jesus and the twelve. But while they were following Jesus, they were arguing among themselves as to which of them was the greatest. And we, we make fun of them, but the truth is that we kind of are into ourselves quite a lot. If we're worshiping ourselves, it becomes very difficult to come together. And if it don't come together, we have lost our advantage as the church. We have lost our ability to bind and loose. It's not our shouting that binds the devil. It is our oneness and our unity that binds the devil. And we cannot truly have a unity as if we, are, we have consumed ourselves, been, been so self-focused uh, in our religious experience with God. May the Lord deliver us primarily from ourselves. Amen. Lord, help us today. May the Lord deliver us from ourselves. Amen. I'll start with myself. I'm believing that this week as we begin to fast. See, see, we are not the body of Christ. We are a part of the body of Christ. All right. God's, God only has one church. There's only one church. So we are a part. Uh, that means that we, if we're really kingdom citizens, we, we cannot only be concerned about what God is doing at Beza Church. We have to be concerned about what the church looks like in our city. Which means we need to find a way uh, to get over ourselves and be one for the sake of the nation. Um, if you remember, Elijah gathered the 12 stones together. The reason is because God does not bless or make an altar out of one stone. The altar is not complete when there is one stone. The altar is complete when there's 12 stones. So we are one stone. We need to find where we fit. And we need to find where we fit quickly. 
because the nation needs us. When the brothers dwell together, there, the, there he commands his blessing. The Bible says that if my people humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways, seek my face, I will hear from heaven and, and heal their land. Is that not what it says? So if our land is not healed, let's go back to the beginning and start again. Yeah? Because maybe what we thought was humbling ourselves and praying was not really humbling ourselves and praying. Maybe it was humbling ourselves and getting in line for our blessing club. Don't worry. In unity, God will take care of everything that you need. The greater, greatest blessing than you could ever, ever imagine. It's in that place of unity. Amen? Amen. He says he commands his blessing at the place of unity. So, so we need to pray. We're involved now uh, because of the nature of our church council. And uh, it was just a blessing. You know what you shared earlier. That's what we need a lot more of that. But just working now because of the, the council, we've had to uh, connect across many different uh, uh, groups and uh, denominations and church, church fellowships. And um, just without saying too much, we are desperately in need of the stones coming together. Let me just leave it at that. You don't want to call out people because sometimes we're just as implicated as everybody else. <laughs> let, let it start with me, right? Yeah, let, let it start with me. Let me get out of God's way. In fact, when we were praying in the earlier service, the same message, uh, the word that Dr. Brook brought was uh, which is scales. Yeah, that, that, that we're worshiping God with scales on our eyes. And may the Lord lift the scales off of our eyes so that we can see each other properly. Like the same thing that happened with, with Paul when the scale, he was blinded and then the scales came off. He was a different person. It was all tied to his eyes. We're not seeing right. We're not seeing each other right. Um, we think that the kingdom of God is coming to my church and my fellowship and my home care group. Mm -hmm. The kingdom of God is much bigger than our fellowship. We have to do our part here for the sake of the kingdom of God. We need to find how to bring these stones together. So this week, we're going to pray for ourselves, or we're going to pray for me. That, that the Lord would give us a strategy, a plan, that we would change the scoreboard in our nation. Stop looking at who said what, who did what, who went into prison, who came out of prison. That's just the scoreboard. And if you know the, the condition of things on the ground, um, it's actually kind of scary because the kind of language that's being used politically in our country, it's actually the same language <laughs> that we're using in the church. <laughs> like like copy-paste. I get them? So we need, a, we need a breakthrough. So this fasting and prayer season, I want to encourage all of you. I know not everybody could come because of work, but wherever you are, just join us in the spirit. Let's make this a group project. Let's really seek the Lord together. That the Lord would just give us a directive. Give, you know, like Elijah to heal the nation that God said, take everybody up to the mountain. That God would give us a plan or something to go on the mountain and, and just shift everything from how it was to how God wants it to be. I believe it's possible. Isaac was barren. Isaac's wife, was, Rebecca, was barren. He prayed, and she was able to conceive. Hallelujah. Right now, we're just in that same place where Isaac was. We have a promise, right? and we are barren. It's time to pray. Amen? Amen. It's time to pray. So, uh, I think Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, I love it because I've seen amazing things happen uh, through this ministry 
of fasting and, and prayer. And I want to encourage you. Um, we, as you, if any of you have attended um, our fasting and prayer programs before, you will remember or you will probably pick up that we do it predominantly in Amharic language. We will, most of the program will be in Amharic, but we have translation for everybody. And we're just going to seek the Lord and just bring these things before the Lord. The, the prayer that I believe we pray when we come out of this on the other side of this week, I believe the Lord will have something, something for us. And I believe that the, the nation, the scoreboard of our nation will, will change. And that everything that God has said will come to pass. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Father God, do a work in our hearts. Start with me today, Father God. Help me to see as you see and hit things that need to be, just, just to make room for you, Father God. The Lord is near. Father, if it was a matter of visitation, no country has seen you like this nation. The level of visitation and the state of affairs, it doesn't match up. I pray in the name of Jesus that the love of God would flow through us like never before. I pray that this week something would just happen with our hearts that perhaps we not really were prepared for and didn't see coming. Start with me. Start with each and every one of us, Father God. May a language be crafted that brings the church together. May a spirit be released that causes us to not see each other as, 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 as competitors. Father God, but as brothers and sisters in the Lord. That people, we cannot build this altar without. So, so as we seek your face this week, Father God, just lead us and guide us. And uh, we trust you for it. Hallelujah. We need to be a little bit more intentional this week. By that I mean the problem out there is also a problem as it here. Uh, we talk about the nation divided because of race, language, and many other factors. But it all also is available here. Let's be very, very intentional as we pray that we don't just pray for ourselves. Let's cross over to a language group that is not mine, a people group that is not mine, and really pray for them. Ask God's blessing on them. <clears throat> Let me be more specific. Let the Oromo Pray for the Amara. The Amara pray for the Tigray. Let Ethiopia pray for Eritrea and vice versa. Let the Kenyan pray for the Ugandans and Ugandans for Tanzanians. I mean, you, you now understand what I mean. It is, when we talk about unity, we're talking about us. We are holding the blessings of God from coming down. So be a little bit specific, be a little bit intentional, and you will be amazed before you come to the prayer meeting, 
the Lord will begin to convict each one of us of specific ideas, specific points. My other suggestion would be, could we go slow on Facebook and YouTube and WhatsApp and all these various communication gears? Could we go slow on that and pick up the Bible? pick up the word of God could we take our signals from the authority of the word of God rather than would you dare seek God's face in the morning before you see your Facebook this is very practical because whatever cuts you at the beginning of the day will dominate your life the rest of the hours be careful what you read and what you hear. If it is gossip, change it to praise. Put some songs. Worship. Just a few suggestions. But this all needs discipline. To say, no, I will not take part in this. So, when we talk about fasting and prayer, we are saying, Lord, I am the agent of blessings. I expect my nation to be blessed because of my attitude. The spirit I reflect. The attitude I have when I kneel on my knees. Hallelujah. Father God, here we stand desiring an answer from God but ways are blocked avenues are closed it's not God who closed them it's our own attitude our own ambitions our own desires free us in Jesus name Free us from self-consciousness and let our mind be possessed with God-consciousness. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that this week that the mind of God will be our mind. The heart of God will be our hearts. The imagination, the dream, the vision of God would be our vision and dream and anticipation. Father God, Father God, Help us to see the nation not confused but healed because God's people have come together. Work in the hearts of denominational leaders, church leaders. Hold the key with the blessings of God. Help us to come together. Let the scale fall of our eyes. The grace of the living God. Help us to be true servants living servants serving the living God we expect and believe something new to happen something new to take place there is a hunger a thirst, a desire, a passion to know that one thing that God wants have the desire 
to do it with all my might and our strength. Stretch out your hands and receive the blessings of the Lord. The Lord bless you. The Lord shine his face upon you. The Lord give you grace and strength to discern God's mind and God's heart. In relation to a problem of this nation and this continent. God bless you with understanding, with courage and confidence that when you hear the word of God, you would be out there to do it with obedience. God bless you with an obedient heart to say yes to the Lord. Yes to the Lord. Yes to the living God. To lay my life as an altar before God. And see sacrifices of praise rising from my mouth. God bless you. With determination. To only do and do what God wants you to do. God bless you with appetite and passion to do that what pleases the Lord. And may this week say hallelujah a rendezvous with God. Wow. Hearing his voice. Doing what he says. Rejoicing because God has heard your prayers and answered it. I pronounce God's blessing, God's protection, God's provision in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And all of God's people say, Amen. <laughs> Amen. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. For those of you, for those of you who can, start the fasting and prayer Wednesday at 10 and then we will go on until 6 Thursday and Friday as well God bless you have a blessed